0: All right, we got a fascinating question today mm. that I'm, I've been looking forward to talking about, and it seems like a silly question to some, but it's—I think—it's a real question that a lot of people have, which is: Is God a male or a female or non-binary? Like, how should we refer to God? How should we think of God? And I've seen, like, I've seen this this issue be relevant because even people I've known who were faithful Christians one year, the next year they're posting on social media like mother god mm-hmm. right like she referring to god like what is going on you know wild. had someone in our in our family who was big on this like god is a woman hmm. um i think there's like a song by someone How yeah i never heard it and i think it's probably horrible shouldn't listen to yeah it, it sounds, sounds horrible <laughs> in every every way not just theologically um yeah. and then like we, we were just talking about but even in congress they've they've recently passed rules like in congress you can't referred to with gendered language so you have to have everything be general neutral and there was of course this famous prayer like a year ago where someone ended the prayer by saying amen and a women (laughs) (laughs) which is amazing amazing so i mean obviously i I, i'm asking this kind of rhetorically so we can kind of get the discussion going because i do have an opinion but how should we refer to god Is, is god masculine feminine male female neither something in between what do you think you're gonna lead us through this the sticky topic today
1: got you yeah so um, first I kind of want to take a look at so th- there are people who actually make the case that we should be more inclusive with the terminology we use to refer to God we should include feminine Im- imagery and things like that or feminine words um, in addition to the masculine words that we're m- more familiar with yeah um, and so first we'll take a look at why people argue that's the case and then we'll look at how that compares to what the Bible teaches so okay let's just take a I'm look excited, at that so uh, the case for more inclusive ter- terminology is that the Bible actually does use some feminine imagery mm-hmm. to depict character traits of God and so um, I have a, a little sampling of a few examples of that. And so let's let's take a look at a few of them. So one of them is Psalm 123, verse 2. It says, Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. So comparing God to the mistress in this case. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Isaiah 66, verse 13 says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Okay. Comparing God to a mother in that case.
0: Yeah.
1: And Matthew 23, verse 37 says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, this is Jesus talking, by the way, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. There you go. So, Jesus kind of comparing himself to
0: a hen. So, not only case. is God female, God is also a chicken. There you go. So, the
1: the case, the argument goes that because the Bible does use feminine imagery to depict God's character. <laughs> sorry. I'm, this is super dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I'm just on, helping. I'm, if, we, if we put it up, then we can we're knock try, it down. Yes, but we're trying to go. be.
0: We're trying to, not straw man, but steel man. There you I go. Give the steel argument as, man it's, as And it's then given.
1: <laughs> destroy it. Okay, But it's hard. It's tempting. So the, the case, the argument goes that because the Bible does use feminine imagery to depict God, then it would be um, misrepresenting God to not include feminine words when the Bible itself does include them. Yeah. Um, and so even though we traditionally refer to God in masculine terms, people are saying we should include terms like mother and queen and things like that because the Bible does use some feminine imagery yes. to depict interesting.
0: God. It also, I mean, you're going to get into some reasons why this is wrong, but I always think immediately when people say this, I always think of the Apostle Paul. How he calls him, he says like like a nursing mother with Mm -hmm. her children, right? That he uses that illustration of himself, and yeah, I've never heard anyone say, maybe I just need to wait for the right TikTok (laughs) to come up. But right, like, oh well, Paul was actually a female because he used that. Mm -hmm. Like, all of these are so straightforward and obviously metaphors. Right, and God can use lots of metaphors, and we do the same thing. That doesn't mean we're saying this person's a female anyway. Right. Yes. So it's just such a a transparently silly way of doing it. Like we're obviously you have an ideology. You want to shove that into the Bible as hard as possible and you'll take whatever Um, you can to get it there. I mean, one, another thought to add to this case is
1: the fact that both men and women were made in God's image. Mm -hmm. And so there is part of God's image that must have some sort of, uh, likeness femininity. Yeah. Yeah. Femininity. This is a better argument. Yeah. yeah. So likeness to women, therefore, because that's the case, we should be willing to refer to God with feminine terminology, not necessarily exclusively, but just include that as well as the masculine terminology we okay. also know. Okay. Um, so that's that's the
0: case. I think put a decent case up. Yeah. Okay. That's great. And now, so we, how does this how does this line up compared to the Bible's teaching? So, so let's. How do we, what, what are some things we can see in the scripture?
1: Let's look at that. So first, um, I think. First, we'll talk about, okay, what is God? Is God male, female, non-binary, whatever? And then we'll look at, okay, how does this affect how we should refer to God? So first, we see that um, according to John 4.24, classic verse says that God is spirit.
0: Yeah, I'm going to read it here. It says God is spirit. Sweet. God is spirit.
1: Yeah. And because he's spirit, he is not human. God created humanity. So he's the creator. We're the creatures. And as the creator, he himself is not human. And that that distinction, male, female, non-binary, gender is, is biological. And since God is not human and is not biological, he no. isn't male, female, or non-binary. He's, he's none of those things because he's spirit. He's God. He's not like us in that way.
0: Yeah, I think about how in the Old Testament God says, you thought that I was altogether one like yourself. Mm-hmm. You know how that's, he condemns humans for thinking of him that way. You just assume that I'm like you and you put me into your terms. Or even the second commandment, right? Don't yeah. make for yourself an, an image, a graven image of anything. And I think that's not just speaking about, about don't worship false gods because he covers that in the first commandment. Right. He's saying don't take the holy, eternal... Transcendent God and put Him lower Him into the images of creation, and that's part of what you're doing when you try to make God into a man or a woman, right. male or female, especially non-binary, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> which is a totally made-up <laughs> category right. of right. humanity. So yeah. it's even it's even worse, maybe. Yeah.
1: One caveat to offer though is that God the Son, Jesus, was decidedly human and decidedly male. Hmm. So we have that for sure. So yes. Jesus is God the Son. He was a human man, and so he is male and should not be referred to as a woman.
0: And can we say he's, he is a human man? He is currently yeah, a human man. Because he's resurrected. Yes. So he's in a glorified body. Yes. And we know that, you know, in the new heavens and new earth, we're not given in marriage, as Matthew right. sa- Jesus speaks about in Matthew. Yeah. But we don't know. I, I wouldn't say, personally, I, I don't believe that the saying that totally erases gender. No, it no. just erases that, you know, physical component, mm-hmm. reproduction, all that sort of stuff. Right, so. right.
1: Yeah. So Jesus resurrected. He is a man. He is. He became human. He is human. And so at least, but well, I mean, we're going to go further than this, but right now we can at least say Jesus cannot be referred to with feminine terminology because yeah. he's a man.
0: <laughs> yep. There you go. So there's
1: that. Yeah. Um, Okay, what else? No, no, this, oh, yeah. let's,
0: keep, let's keep building on
1: this. So next, so we see that, okay, so God is not in actuality a man, woman, non-binary, any of those things, but we what we do see in the Bible is that the Bible tells us clearly to refer to God with masculine terminology. And so that's where we get our, that's why we refer to God with masculine terms, and that's why the church has always done this. Hmm.
0: And so, so you're saying that we should use God's preferred pronouns. Yes,
1: actually, yes, yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. and and that that's an interesting thing because obviously, as you know, as Christians, and I guess this is somewhat of a separate this conversation, but preferred pronouns are an act of rebellion against mm-hmm. the Creator because you're saying I'm not going to be who God made me. I want to define myself. I want to I want to force everyone else to speak of me to think of me in an, uh, a way that I've created. So it's acting as if you are self-sufficient, as if you can determine reality for yourself and for others. It's an incredibly, it's a sad thing. It's an arrogant thing. And so we shouldn't live in that kind of way as Christians, right? But there is one person who has the ability to define himself. There is one who says, I am what I am or I am that I am. Yep and that's god he is self-existent he is self-determining right yep. he is self-sufficient mm-hmm. all of those things so whatever he says about himself goes and we have to submit to that right so it's just a, it's an interesting thing just to think of that our culture is run amuck because we think that we're god and yet yeah. the one person who can't choose his preferred pronouns in our world is god himself <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is such an arrogant so and backwards. Sort of thing yeah know? yeah
1: and so i mean just to look at the Bible, some
0: examples.
1: Um, examples that come to mind are Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6, pray then like this, our Father in heaven. So there's one example that we're told to refer to God with Father. as yeah. a masculine term. And then in Matthew 28, the Great Commission, we're told to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Never in, We never see the, the trinity, the Trinitarian formula to be the yeah. uh, the mother, the daughter, and the Holy spirit s yeah. or something like that. It's always those masculine terms. It, we're, God is always titled with these masculine things. He said to be a king. He said to be a shepherd. He said to be Lord. But he's never said to be a mother yeah. or to be a queen or to be a lady. So...
0: And every every pronoun use always is, a, is a masculine. Masculine. Yeah, always masculine. It's always masculine.
1: Yeah. So, what we did see from those examples we looked at of the feminine imagery used to display God are those things weren't asp- giving or ascribing titles to God that were feminine. It was making a comparison to feminine things, and so that's the distinction. Is the Bible never gives us a precedent for ever referring to God with feminine or gender neutral? Pronouns. Yeah,
0: the only way you're going to get there, I, I, I can see, is is not by seeing scripture as the authority, right? Right. So it has to be replaced with something else. It has to be culture. You have to say, well, the writers of scripture were were male and they were misogynistic, and so even though this is kind of inspired in a general sense of like it's good writing, it's not it's not from God. Right. And so that's where you, I think you would have to go to really justify saying. Mother God, right? Um, I don't, I don't see any other way to get there. If you're honestly reading scripture and saying it, it means what it says, and it's God's word, right? Yeah, scriptures breathed that by God, and so that is so important.
1: That I mean, basically, if you throw that out, every everything else will go out the window. So that's so important to hold fast to. Um, one question I thought would be worth addressing is: so if it's so important to God that He is referred to with masculine titles. And pronouns, why is it that the Bible has these passages that we looked at that refer to God with feminine metaphors? Mm-hmm. So, why is God compared to a mother when we're told we should call him father? Yeah. And things like that. So, I th- think it goes back to the, that argument that the, the inclusive terminology people made that we presented is the fact that men and women are both made in God's image. And so there is an aspect of God that is more uh, readily displayed in women than in men. Yeah. The fact, so like for instance, that Isaiah 66 verse, as one who whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So the fact that in the same way that a mother comforts their children, our God is compassionate and caring for us. And so that's something that women more readily display than men. And that's something that god is. and so and it's kind of sexist for you to say that.
0: I feel like I'm very comforting. Well, yeah. <laughs> you might be.
1: I'm not necessarily saying you. I'm saying women in general. Oh. Uh, no, you, it's,
0: you it's wouldn't very You would agree. No, no, it's very true. It's very, yeah. I'm not very comforting. yeah, <laughs> um, we, we had, we had <laughs> We've had six uh, six kids. We've had <laughs> sick kids. Very different. Three kids. Yeah. But there's but sick kids over the last few months and every time I'm stuck with one of these kids I'm like I love you and I care about you, but if your mom was here, you'd be so much more comforted. And I even think about Mm -hmm. my own, like I immediately, as as I'm dealing with a sick kid, I'm thinking about images of when I was sick as a kid and my dad taking care of me versus my mom. It's like there's such a different kind of level of comfort and empathy from a mom that is is natural. But what you're saying is God is the fullness of everything he instilled in in humanity. So all the things that we have that are, Small reflections of who he is, right? It it just shows it's that the full reality is found in God, and so that's both what men and women have to offer is ultimately realized in God, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's important, I think, because part of what people are reacting to by wanting to include feminine terminology when referring to God is there's this instinct that maybe because God wants to be referred to with masculine titles. That maybe that makes men somehow more like God than women are, but that's not true. The fact that God uh, wants to be referred to with masculine titles does not mean that, because yeah. both men and women are made in God's image, and so that's, awesome. that's an important thing to make sure
0: we know. Good, and both are equally saved in Jesus Christ. Of Absolutely course, right. Good. Well, I think that's a that's a good note to end on. So, hopefully, some clarity has been brought to this issue. And I know a lot of people are confused in this day and age, so Mm -hmm. God's Word gives us great answers.
1: Amen.